So, you know, the last couple of weeks, we didn't put a uh, This Week in Tampa history or a hard time finding anything. And then, <laughs> you know, we started recording Tampa Talk a year ago. That could have been our two weeks ago. So June 3rd, I think, was our first episode that we posted. It's been a little over a year now. Nice. Yeah, it flew by. It does not feel like we've been doing this for one year, but I guess we have. So hopefully people are liking it and you want to tune in to Tampa Talk. And if you haven't been listening all year and you're just joining us, welcome to Tampa Talk. It's June 9th. I'm John. And I'm Dahlia. Thanks for joining us. All right. What are we talking about? Well, um, uh, this week in Tampa history, on June 7th, 2004, the Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Calgary Flames in Game 7 of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals right here in Tampa, Florida. And it was Tampa Bay's first ever appearance in the final game. And they've done it a few times since. Yeah, they've seems. done it a couple times since, very recently. Uh, that's amazing. In modern news, uh, we have Juneteenth coming up. And so this is obviously an, a new, newer holiday recognized at a national level. However, its origin is in 1865. Juneteenth commemorates the emancipation of enslaved African Americans. And it celebrates to reflect and recognize achievements in the African-American community. And so there's numerous events across Tampa Bay that will be honoring the holiday. The biggest being the Tampa Bay Juneteenth Festival happening over at Raymond James Stadium. And this is the third time that they're doing this festival. And it will have live performances, food truck, craft vendors, job fairs, and more. So uh, if you're interested in just a good time, Saturday, June 17th at 3 p.m. over at Ray J. Um, in other news, the, the story that, um, this actually surfaced a long time ago. And so this was about a UT student who got into a car, assuming it was his Uber and was shot dead. And so we talked about the story when it happened, um, last fall. They released the 911 call, right? They released the 911 call and it doesn't really provide much. Um, it just has, so for those of you who don't remember the story, uh, a, a young like 22 year old kid from UT entered a car intoxicated, assuming it was his Uber. The mm-hmm. car had a, uh, another person and their girlfriend in yep. the car. And, um, so the 911 call that was relieved and he shot the, the intruder quote unquote mm-hmm. dead. And so the 911 call that was released has the um, gentleman who shot the uh, victim, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, goes, hey, like someone just broke into my car. And the 911 um, operator actually offers up, oh, was it a carjacking? And then the shooter says, like, yes, it was. He goes, it seems like it. Yeah. (laughs) So so it's still unclear, like, what was so aggressive about the incident that, you know, made it believe it was a carjacking and not just like a drunk kid stumbling into your car. Um, But the 911 call does give a little bit more context, at least into the... Yeah, but the dude that shot him is not being charged with anything. I think part of this is it's Florida. Like, yeah. someone comes in your house or someone comes in your car. I mean, that's most states. You can shoot them. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, he's like, yeah, he had something in his hands. Probably a phone. Yeah. Like, it could have been a gun. I don't know. Shot him. Yeah, but that's and, true uh, it's, it's sucks, and it's horrifying. And, you know, they talked to some other people he was with earlier that night. I guess some friends were like, yeah, he was hammered. He wasn't at, He was being an idiot. We sent him home. Mm-hmm. And then he went and got in the wrong car. Yeah. And that is the end of his story, which is um, horrible. Yeah, especially at like 22. And so, yeah. So if you're interested in hearing the 911 call, it's the link there in the article that we shared. Um, I feel like I feel like this. Let me just transition to this other story. I feel like it's a decent transition to just think of like 
foolish acting young people. Yeah. Um, tell me about what happened at Bush Gardens with the alligators. Yeah. So a gentleman named, or I guess you told me not to use that word gentleman when they're acting <laughs> crazy, but a 21 year old named Jacob Percival, um, jumped over the alligator enclosure. And so, um, they, yeah, they jumped the fence and uh, ended up in the alligator enclosure and were filming videos of them, like of him um, pretending to be like Crocodile Dundee, like uh, uh, Steve Irwin. That's not Dundee. Crocodile Hunt. The Crocodile, what was his name? Crocodile Wait, Hunter? No, Crocodile Dundee. No, no, no. We were 100% wrong. <laughs> What do you mean? Crocod- you guys, I know everyone who knows this is going to appreciate the hell out of this. Crocodile Dundee is a movie from like the 80s. Like, that's not a knife. This is a knife. But the Steve Irwin is the crocodile hunter that was killed, I think, by jumping on like a stingray or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm still pretty sure we refer to him as Crocodile Dundee, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, you uh, might refer to him yeah. that way. It's just wrong. But yeah, he was like the real life Crocodile Dundee in a way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. what people refer to him. Okay, okay. Um, but anyways, <laughs> that's what he was and uh, uh, yeah so go check out the video it's linked there in the article he was charged with burglary theft of services and trespassing and uh, booked into jail and so the police enforcement at the park was really trying to say hey this is like serious like you're going into enclosures with wild animals and that is not acceptable well the video is funny there's all these people like get out of there they're dangerous mm-hmm. and he's like Behold. he's like another care a wild Karen or Karen yeah. in the wild uh, I will say that I when when I looked at this article I realized I might not know the definition of the word burglary so I guess like so he broke in, so breaking and entering, and then he stole services because he didn't pay for admission, I guess, so theft of service, which I guess like what you steal when you break in somewhere doesn't have to be a tangible item. I'm only putting this together from clues from the uh, from the article, but if anyone out there uh, knows why this is burglary, um, yeah. I'm putting the pieces together, but would love to hear that. And so in other police officer news, uh, Jane Caster picks the interim Camp Police Chief Lee Burkhart to um, assume like the full police chief position. And so um, he'll go in front of the county commission um, later this month to be confirmed as a police chief. Um, But uh, Burkhart has been a part of TBD since 1997 and has worked in um, various actors of the agency and of course has been interim police chief for the past six months. And so um, they're just pointing him. They say, Hey, you doing okay? Let's, uh, move that forward. All right. So he's, he's now going, he's full on police chief. This isn't interim anymore. Is that as of June 15th, the County commission, uh, sorry, city council still has to approve, okay. uh, his role. But right now he's, it's interim. looking like that's going to be our chief. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, he had a really nice statement about just, uh, Really looking forward to serving the community, and uh, it's very long, so I'm not going to recite it. But if you check out the article, he has a pretty nice statement about um, growing up with the agency and like how it's shaped him as a person, and how he hopes to um, serve the city of Tampa. Nice. Um, and some other news: the uh, uh, Entrepreneurial Collaborative Center is uh, hosting a business disaster panel this morning at 9 a.m. So if you're listening to this bright and early, um, you can head on over there to learn about how to protect your business in the event of a disaster. And so 
it should be a really great way for owners to learn about how to respond during a hurricane and what the best practices to keep their business safe and like operating procedures. Mm. And I think this is great. I mean, hurricanes are a very real part of Florida. And so knowing how to behave when they're at our doorstep is, um, is crucial. And then in other business news, the YMCA unveils a $600 million mixed use project in historic Tampa Heights. And so uh, the current YMCA on Palm Avenue is going to be replaced with a seven-story building. Holy crap. So double the size of the current facility. It's going to have a sky bridge that will connect the actual Y to the corporate headquarters. And it will have just like everything, like a rooftop pool, uh, before school, after school programs. And if approved, construction will start in the summer of 2024. So it's not 100% happening yet. Wow. It's It's a huge, huge, huge um, change. I mean, I used to work in that building. I, I, you know, worked there doing like after school programs and just seeing that being replaced with this. Yeah. Tampa Heights has been on the come up and they've been building and building and building down there. And that's really already big. So the fact that they're like me to expand that why is crazy. It's not a small watch. Yeah, are they putting? It looked like are they doing some residential above it or something? Is that? Yeah, they're doing. A, yeah, they are. They're doing yeah. a bunch. So, um, the what are those called? The renderings, I guess, mm-hmm. are available um, on the link that we shared. And it looks like the architect on the, is Fleshman Garcia Maslowski, who's actually a funder of Wellfed Community. Nice. So, yeah, they're. Uh, a lead certified architect too. So you can tell there's like some green space incorporated in designs and whatnot. So I look forward to seeing it. And then finally, uh, nominations for the 2023 creative loafing best of the Bay are out. And so you can submit nominations until June 30th and you're allowed one nomination per category and the top 10 nominees in each category will move on to the voting stage. And so I love the Creative Loafing Awards. I think they're always pretty funny. And I think we've gotten a couple for the bike shop in the past. We did. We got one that was like best. It was like so specific. Yeah. If the category exists, I don't know how we wouldn't get it. We got just the one, but it was like best. Not It was either small or nonprofit bike shop located yeah. inside of a mall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, yeah. If we can't win that category, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we would love y'all's nominations if you're game to put Wubble Bikes or any of our work uh, or names into the running. Um, it's always it's always a fun um, thing to be part of. And, uh, yeah. It's long. Like, if you go to nominate, you can oh, nominate yeah. for just about anything. Everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Um, otherwise, events this weekend, we have the Tampa Bay Caribbean Heritage Festival going on Saturday, June 10th from 2 to 8 over at the University Park on 22nd street and fletcher tickets are 20 dollars, and they are selling out fast i think they are reserving a few for at the door mm. we also have the brooksville watermelon festival going on i thought this was just a fun one to include mm-hmm. because it is free so if you want to make your way over to brooksville on saturday or sunday um they're gonna have tons of different vendors so it's kind of like a little craft fair um food truck fair and and watermelons are the center of what's going on um then we have the new Tampa players are putting on a performance of Greece uh, Friday, July 21st through Sunday, July 30th. And so their shows happen at 8.30 p.m. with a Sunday matinee. And yeah, I mean, I love Greece. Greece is like my all-time favorite. Oh, it's so good. Like, I think movie, period. I love it. I grew well, up watching it. I, so for me, I've never been... <laughs> I. This is probably wrong to even say, but I think I don't like musicals. Yeah. Like, including, like, 
Disney cartoons and stuff. I'm like, why are they singing? Why do they have to bust out in song yeah. all the time? This is different. Like, it's I just different. Completely. It's so good. Yeah, I agree completely. No, it's amazing. Um, otherwise, that's what we got for you today. So uh, please comment, rate, share, Tam Talk, and Word on the Streets. We'll be out at Harvestow Park this morning from 1030 to 12 in the Ebor Garden from 9 to 11. We sure will. All right. That's what we're talking about, everyone. And thank you for joining us. Until next time. Y'all be good.